Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is it. This is the year. Enough dreaming about growing my business online. It's time to get serious about selling in my style, as big as I want to grow, because there's nothing I can't do. It's time to get Shopify and take my business to the next level. Whoa, someone's ready to take on the new year. Oh, oh, I thought I was talking to myself there. But heck yeah, 2023 is my year. That's not your average resolution. That's a revolution. It's It's a a new New year's Year's revolution. Start selling with Shopify to join the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand. From templates that make site design simple to customizations that let you grow at your pace, this is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. That's shopify.com slash free22. Go to shopify.com to start your New Year's revolution today. Alright guys, welcome to the On My Block Packers preview. I'm your host, Mike Wald. We are previewing Packers Bears. I believe it's, let me check, I believe it's week 13, guys. Is it week 12 or 13? It's week, it is week 13 this week. I'm your host, Mike Wald. Amon Green will be joining us soon. He had a prior engagement, but we're going to get right into it because we want to get the show out for you guys. Let's start by saying we appreciate our sponsor, BetOnline AG. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wager and information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, esports, boxing, even golf. People even bet on golf still. That's phenomenal. But head to BetOnline AG to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And let's start with this. The last time that the Packers played the Bears, I believe it was in week two, Packers won 27-10. to 10. Aaron Jones had 132 yards rushing. It was after that Minnesota debacle. We went and got our heads beat in. We came back and you went, oh, okay, we have this great player in Aaron Jones. We're, use, we're going to use him. We got on his back. A relatively easy win. It didn't feel, I remember the game, it didn't feel that easy going into the third quarter maybe, but it ended up being a 27-10 win. 
But the real question I think this week as you look at the Packers is, how does a team that gave up 363 yards on the ground, a record-breaking 157 yards to an Eagles quarterback, again, we talked about on Monday, you've got Randall Cunningham, you've got Michael Vick, Jalen Hurts breaks their records essentially in one half of football versus the Green Bay Packers. And now we're coming into play the Chicago Bears, which is not a great football team. I think they're three and nine right now, but they are number one in the National Football League at rushing the football. I believe they are averaging 192 yards per game, a 5.4 yards per carry. They have they've had some some injuries at the running back position, but David Montgomery is playing. The rookie uh, Tristan Ebner is playing well, and then Darrington Evans is playing well, of course. The number one guy in this whole thing, Justin Fields, if he's healthy, 834 yards rushing this year, 6.8 yards per carry. He's leading the team in both of those, as you can imagine. Anybody over 10 or 10 carries, he's leading the team in, in yards per carry. So how do you approach from a schematic standpoint? Let's let's put our coaches hat on, guys. How do you approach from a schematic standpoint and from a messaging standpoint? The approach to the team, we've just given up a record amount. Devil's in the details, obviously. We now have a team averaging almost 200 yards rushing a game coming in. They're playing a lot better than they used to. Ah, here's our guy. What's up? Hey. All right, here he is. So, AG, just in time, Packers gave up 363 yards on the ground, 157 to Justin Fields. The mm -hmm. Bears average 192 yards on the ground every week. They're number one in the National Football League. They rush the ball almost 60% of the time. How do you put the coaching hat on, okay? Yeah. How do you approach this? Let's just start with schematically and just from a messaging standpoint, what do you do? Do you get up on the you step uh, in the meeting room on Wednesday and you say what? You say, hey, we got to stop the run, period. Um, on the defense, we got to do this. You know, we got to make sure we got – uh, eight, nine, we got to respect it, have eight, nine guys in a box, and then we got to tackle, period, because that's where you at least give yourself the chance where you have guys in the box to tackle, and then you have the D lineman down. You know, you do maybe a bare front to deal with the one-on-one the -on -one matchups there, and from there, um, everybody else do their job of tackling pretty much. Real simple. Yeah, <laughs> Real simple. I, I think the number one thing is, listen, guy, and I'll be super interested to see, because I haven't heard anything this week, are we working on tackling more this week? Finally, <laughs> I mean, we you, know, like, you know, you know, sometimes because we don't we don't watch practice. Sometimes I just I'll, I'll flick through the uh, the Packers news and there's no talk of like we're going to emphasize tackling, which seems obvious to you know seems obvious to me, but they haven't done right. it. So I, I wonder that would be my message is like, hey man, we are focusing on getting these guys down. Their running backs hurt us last time. Justin Fields is playing at a high if he plays, which it sounds if like he, he might play. Right. He's playing at a, at a pretty high clip in, against Atlanta. He did some things that were, you know, very um, Jalen Hurts, Mike. Yeah, special. Uh, he did special. Josh Allen. Yeah, he's doing some special stuff out there. So for me, he's their leading rusher. Mm -hmm. And he's missed some games. He's still their leading rusher. Clearly, Herbert's out, right? David Montgomery's got, uh, he's got 580 yards. He's only averaging four yards a carry. He's kind of their workhorse, but they got these two young guys, the rookie, and then Darrington is, is, is playing well. But mm -hmm. really at the, 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 the start and the end of this is 
how do you, do we force Justin Fields or, you know, you just walk into the building and go, Hey, listen, we're going to force him to pass to beat us. hundred percent. We're going to, because I know they brought in Chase Claypool, but realistically I am much more comfortable having him throw to equity. Name St. Brown, having to throw to Claypool, having to throw to Pettis. Cole Komet's a good player, but really it's either, it's either um, we're going to make Justin Fields beat us with, with the, the pass, or you just say, yeah. The running backs, period, are not going to beat us. Because I'll be honest with you, when you watch the tape, it, to me at least, the best receivers on the team are the running backs out of the backfield. No surprise. They're good athletes. Montgomery's a really good back. Herbert can do what he does. Um, but to your point, yeah, it is something where I would definitely funnel the offense for the, pair, the Bears. To, hey, yeah, I want you to pass. You know, So that means you got to shut down the run or you got to slow down the run to a point to where when if they get in a situation when it's a tight if it's a tight game and they got to go 80 90 yards you have to pass the ball and if you in a plant if it's a time crunch where you got limited timeouts you know it's 130 on the clock then that's a passing situation you got to get the ball down in chunks now if they're going to give up big chunks like the run game like last week and the previous weeks of running the ball against running teams like philly and titans then there's opportunity there but when you really force it to make them pass the ball, then you're going to have a chance to win the game, basically. Yeah, I think uh, the part that's interesting to me is is we're kind of looking at we're kind of looking at teams that are headed in the different directions. It seems like, and I you certainly wouldn't have said that you know at the beginning of the season, right? But we're what one in seven in the last eight, lost five in a row, then lost now lost two two game losing streak, mm-hmm. and look, the Bears are three and nine the bears aren't a powerhouse but the sentiment is oh my gosh justin fields can play it sounds like our our luke gets here our old uh, quarterback so our, their yeah. offensive coordinator is now kind of piecing together an offense <clears throat> that makes sense using all of his skill set not just one dimension of his skill set which they were doing earlier in the year so you know do you see anything like how what do you see has evolved as far as justin fields in that offense and then do you think that we're maybe this is that like inflection point where it's like, man, these these are two ships passing the night and they're going the different directions? A hundred percent on that second part. They are definitely going different directions. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting how it takes a coaching staff or a coach in the staff to know when they they already did their scouting drafting him a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So they you know, like we know Justin Fields um, strong points. So it's like, why are they now just using those strong points? Was they trying to convert him into an NFL drop at quarterback? Or were they just looking at which nobody cares about anymore? Exactly. Exactly. Or looking at okay, what he did. Like, well, I saw what he did. You saw what he did at Ohio State. He's a he's he can drop back and pass, but his legs do a lot of the work along with his arm once the run game is established. So just take that if you just watch the film that you liked him because you took him in the first round. But then, obviously, it finally a switch hit where, all right, we're going to use this. We're going to, you know, set up the run to get him, you know, comfortable in the pocket. And then the passing game was coming along. He wasn't having big passing numbers. But once you had the run game, he was getting chunks at a time, Komet being one of his main targets. And so that right there, just, it just it's kind of like really silly to me. But 
is now I'm happy for them because it was like this is a waste of uh, draft pick if they were going to utilize him and not like you like we're in the question we're talking about not maximize his talents. And we talked about it last year and we were you know kind of joking about it because I knew Bill Lazor who's running the he was running calling plays for them last year and I told <clears> you last year it's like this guy doesn't care who he has a quarterback he's going to run his stuff. We've t- and it's been a component conversation a all like year yeah. across the league, right? Are you going to run your stuff or are you going to run an offense that works for your players? And what Getsy has gone in and, and done, and look, he, it did not look good at the beginning. And no. it, like to your point, it is amazing that it took them, even if it took them a week, I mean, it took them four or five, six weeks for them to mm-hmm. go, oh, yeah, he can run too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like right. you go, what? Like, did, did you not know? Like, did you think you were going to so – what are you saving him for? But right. they figured it out. It looked a lot better. On the defensive side, listen – when you talk about selling the farm, right? You get rid of Robert, Robert Quinn. Quinn. Yes. You get you get you get rid of of uh, their Ray linebacker uh, Raycon Smith. Ray, yeah, Ray, Roquan Smith. Roquan, Roquan. One, one of the one of the best. You know, he's been all pro. Yes. So you think you think to yourself, okay, they're just throwing in the towel, and they've actually started. They're not playing great, and they're struggling. And we're going to show it. They're struggling mightily at the linebacker position. Right. But, now. Yeah. Travis Gibson, Dominique Robinson, guys, Jack Sandborn, who we're going to highlight, but he's rookie. He's playing hard. Mm-hmm. He's playing hard. Now they've had some injuries just like everybody else. And that's yeah. the thing that that's I football. like about this team is that Averflus is just going, you know what? We got young players. We're going to match them up. Like they'll play a ton of man and a ton of match. And as opposed to watching every single like Green Bay Packers uh, uh, defensive secondary tape, where they're like eight yards off, ten yards off. Mm-hmm. These guys are like, hey, no, we'll we'll get up and play. They'll play two, they'll play quarters, but they play a lot of match. They play a lot of cover three. They'll play cover one, and they'll just get up in your face and play. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But right. it's like we always talk about, like, dude, you're three and nine. Let's go out there and get these guys better. Right. Yeah. You, at this point in your season, with that record, there's we already past the point of accomplishing goals that every team has. Win the conference or get in a division playoff or, you know, be ready to go for later in the year, we're past that point, you know, for this team. So yeah, I definitely agree. Get get the young guys ready to go. So their <clears throat> their defense, let's talk about their defense first, AG, just because I lined it up on the tape that way. Um, yeah. So they're averaging, they're giving up 25 points a game. So it's like 27th in the league, not very good. They give up 350 yards a game again. It, it's kind of mm-hmm. middle of the road, honestly, which 350 yards, you go, oh my goodness, but it's kind of middle of the road now. It's only, it's only ranked 20th in the league. But they are giving up uh, 144 yards per game. They're giving up four and a half or 4.7 yards per carry. And so, you know, they're not it, – it, it's kind of – we're looking at ourselves in the mirror a little bit. And when I turn this tape on, you'll see particularly we're looking at ourselves in the mirrors that these guys don't tackle very well. So there's a couple busted coverages. There's a couple misreads because of the youth, mm-hmm. right? Some over-enthusiastic, you know, drops, things like that. But they missed some tackles, man. So you ready to hop on this tape? Oh, always, always ready to go. Nice. All right. I like the little graphic right there. Pretty good. So the first thing we got last week versus the Jets. Mike White had himself a day. Yes, he did. And you just look here. Three on two. You 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 throw this ball in the flat. This isn't a screen. This is just a check down. They, he's he's got a he's got a blocker obviously up front. But you look at plays like this. Bad angle right yeah. away. Bad angle allows himself to get pushed out. You know, it turns it turns into an explosive play unnecessarily. 
And you're going to see that'll be the theme <clears throat> on all of this stuff. Another yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched some of this game. And then just seeing their pursuit angles, like you said, pursuit angles, breaking down, coming to balance. And this is basic, but that sometimes, like I said, NFL coaches just like don't have the patience to coach it when they should be emphasizing it at this level, basically. I'm going to, I'm going to give you one of my, one, cause you know, I, you know, I taught tackling in, in, in mm -hmm. the NFL, right. And mm -hmm. one of my biggest pet peeves and it's, it, because we used to teach guys to tackle with our arms out. Okay. And what, what started yeah, happening gonna... amongst other things mm -hmm. is you, you can get your arms chopped down, but also yeah. like your shoulder out like this is not a source of strength all of a sudden, right? If your shoulder's yeah. extended, that's how it gets popped out. Yep. So, what you should be doing is always kind of shooting from, you know, I call it hips to hands, but shooting mm -hmm. with your hands through the ball, through the body. You could punch the ball from here, but you're, this is a source of strength. Yeah. What these guys all do across the league, dude, I'm talking about defensive tackles, linebackers, DBs, but especially young guys. Mm -hmm. They just run into plays like this. So watch this safety makes the uh, receiver makes a catch in the, on the uh, 40 the yard, 45 yard line. And he doesn't even try to – he doesn't even try to wrap up. He, he comes into a shoulder hit. Yep. He just hits into that little shoulder hit like that's going to knock somebody out. First of all, you're not even allowed to hit the guy in the helmet to actually knock him out anymore. <laughs> and you're not – and you didn't – you decided not to dive and take out his legs. The one thing that – the one place – the one the one gift you could give this guy is, hey, I'm just going to hit you with my shoulder on your shoulder pads and hope you fall over. Yeah. Like, this, this is rampant amongst – across the league. It drives me insane. But me too. these guys are super guilty of it. Oh, yeah. It drives me insane. Just come in there with a proper, as they say in the rugby uh, space, proper tackling with the arms, engage, and, and, and take them to the ground, basically. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here's another one. Blank man. Bounce the uh, responsibility there. So we talked about Sanborn, right? Rookie. Yeah. Good, you know. 57. Yeah, replacing Roquan Smith, tough yeah. ask, tough at middle of the season. Yeah. That's okay. Tough. He's so they're 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 in man coverage here. He's confused. That's that's just that's what I'll say. They run the little play action. Oh, where'd he go? Where'd who go? Right. right. It's just there's just little mistakes. You just go unnecessary, like unnecessary, unforced errors, right? So yeah. when these guys shift over 53 and 57 here, basically they have a rule, and the rule is. The back exits to my side, he's mine. Your side, he's yours. That's it. The other guy drops Easy. the coverage, right? He's, Easy, he's the extra man. They both yeah. bite hard on the play action and just get beat. So these are opportunities for the Green Bay Packers all day long. We could see there. Let me go back here, AG. Sorry. Mm -hmm. No problem. So we got. So we got this. Look, I'm showing. The, I'm highlighting this up top to just demonstrate that we got a three by two, basically. We got a back mm -hmm. in the backfield, so it's a three by one. But your two receivers are going to exit to the right. You got three receivers to the left, and mm -hmm. it's it's definitely it's definitely a, some form of man coverage over here because you're man to man on the twenty yard line at the top of the screen. You got the safety lined up with the with the back. There's nobody else to cover him. The linebacker's over on the uh, on the other side of the quarterback. Okay, so the safety on this side now. You've got your tight end. You get your two receivers, you get two two cornerbacks out, linebacker, mm -hmm. and you've got a safety. So you, you can you can guess they're either playing some form of 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 man or some form of zone, but they're going to be zone <laughs> to that side with the safety heavily leaning on that side, right? Why? Because they've already shown that they're in man coverage on the other side, right? And they yep. you got a trips look, you got a trips look down on the bottom of the screen. So 
when we were on stuff like this now it's crazy right because you remember this dude like better than i do but linebackers can't really carry this this inside sliding more you got to keep right now he's like you got to keep his hands off we barely can touch him yeah so he can't reroute this guy but the safety's drifted all the way to the middle of the field and so all of a sudden this is a really easy read you talk about mike white having three touchdowns last last year last week and throw it for over 300 yards it's like dude i could throw this pass yeah (laughs) you know what i mean so the safety is influenced by that receiver that does that ends up catching the touchdown because he thinks he's going to cross his face. Yep. So he bells to the middle of the field just for his coverage responsibility, not knowing, not seeing what was coming at him with the concept of the route, basically a flood route yep. um, concept exactly, right there. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And, you know. and AG talk about, so when the receivers are all bunched in, so all the receivers, you got trips to, to the field, but everybody's inside the number, right? So that's telling you that, your immediate thought is, okay, well, they they must be crossing the field. They're either doing one or two things. They're crossing the field yeah. or they're all going to run a flood route. Right. Yeah. Right now, yeah. as soon as, as soon as this, as soon as the first receiver the takes the, takes yeah. the flat, yep. this, safety should, this safety right now should know that dude, I'm in the wrong spot. He's way off. Cause you got, <laughs> you got the first receiver. That was a number one count going mm-hmm. straight to the sideline. You got the second receiver taking the middle of the field. And the first guy who's the inside guy goes up and then comes back out. So yeah. that's a flood concept. And that's that I learned that in college, yeah. you know, high school, maybe, yeah. but we didn't run the ball in high school. Once I got to Nebraska, I remember yeah. learning that for the first time and how can a defense, you know, how it could be the defense if they don't play right, like on that play right there. So, yeah. So, and the, the point we're just trying to emphasize, like everybody, everybody makes these mistakes, but these are the kind of mistakes that are being emphasized by the opponents of the Chicago Bears because I think of a lot in large part because of their youth and their inexperience mm-hmm. within this defense. 100% there. So the run game, and this is just missed tackle after missed tackle after missed tackle. I think I should. That's so, I just have the end. This isn't Brees Hall, dude. This is No, that's – uh, I know this kid. I uh, My daughter, Amani – Actually, uh-huh. she's a strength coach at the training. He's from Dallas, Texas, so he trains at the place she works at. Oh, and cool. I, and I met him, and nice kid, you know, and I just gave him a couple nuggets of information. I said, hey, you know, same foot, same shoulder when you get through the hole. Mm-hmm. You, got a, you got a big heavy linebacker or even a D lineman. Mm-hmm. Use that to your, your advantage, you know, stuff like that. And then and always keep the ball high and tight no matter where you're at. And two hands on the ball, if it's a winning situation, you're trying to drive the clock down. So I just gave him a couple nuggets like that, and – been watching him. He's been progressing really well. Yeah, so check. <clears throat> I think he. I think he sheds three on this on this clip. Yeah. So we got Sanborn again. Yeah, coming down. He sh- he's in a good position to shoot, but he just does, does, doesn't come yeah. through with it. Yep, gets flat footed here, yeah. and then gets this. This is disrespectful. <laughs> oh god, hey. it's disrespectful. Yeah, still form like that. It coming full speed for a defender. You're you're losing because most of your momentum. And that stiff form is going to basically so what we saw. It becomes a, a like a ricochet effect. It's yeah. easy for a running back to get away with that. Why do you think? Why do you think when he, like if if I was running full speed because you know we played like we both played offense but we both played rugby. Yes. And we and doing they call them handoffs in rugby. Like a handoff is not a handoff in rugby. A handoff is like a stiff arm in rugby. Yeah. And handoffs work great in rugby. And, so, and I always wonder like it doesn't really make any sense to me why they work if I'm running full speed, but. Man, oh man! It man. depends. So, and so, what happened? How that one was really how it looked like. You know, like it looked is because all his legs, like his momentum, is all his upper body going forward, mm-hmm. and then his he doesn't have his legs under him. He's kind of almost diving at him. 
So when yeah. he hits that arm, that's where you see the head go back and the body kind of, you almost flip. Look like you're forgetting being flipped almost. That's exactly what he looks like. He looks like he's being flipped. <laughs> Sad, man. All right. So I just, I love highlighting some good offensive line play. So the Jets do a great job here uh, of gathering both these guys up on the outside toss. What I want you to see though is, 53 and 55. So they're running the tight end backside. Like this mm -hmm. is the standard play that we, we show this at least once a week because every team in the league runs it. Yeah. 53. So 57, I'll just give you, give it away. Now he's going to come backside and, and, and play the, uh, the, the backside B gap. 53 just jumps inside here. And it, it, as you watch this play out, you go, well, wait a second. Why did you do that? Oh my God. He's, you, giving, he's giving away the farm. I mean, it, yeah. Is this the I most see, egregious thing you can, yes, because thing you can do? The receiver in motion is going to keep me outside. Yeah. Just that motion right there, I'm like, okay, I want outside leverage. I'm the edge linebacker. I'm the edge defender. Outside leverage. So let me push to his outside shoulder to make this running back cut back inside. I mean, that's special. I learned that on special teams, being a, uh, a gunner or being a blocker. You know, let the always push the in return back into the middle of the field to where – there's bodies that can hit him and tackle him. So that's it's, what he should be doing here. The tackle and the, and the right guard honestly can't believe the situation worked out as perfectly as it did. They didn't even have to block 53. Right. So you they, they get a 20 yard run. He blocks himself and then boom, like you said, yeah, he just, they go find extra people. That's where you guys would go find extra guys downfield basically. So these two, these two were uh, for the Falcons, this right guard, right tackle Lindstrom. I forgot the, the tackles name or we're actually first round draft picks in the same draft. McCrary, I think. Watch this. And we're, we're this. I don't even know if this is this is a highlight, but it's kind of fun to watch. You know, the Bears get you know the the piss knocked out of them. So let's just give it a shot. Right. This is this is box office. Bye bye. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then look at the second level with Lindstrom, the right guard. And this He's is the kind of and this is the kind of stuff we talk about, right? Uh, Forty five. The, the linebacker. If you don't attack. He did. Right now, yeah. he took like, a false in step words, inside first. Let's just do that. They're coming if, towards him. He false steps inside, and now he's already behind. He's, if he's Lindstrom, behind the it, ball. It, I just look at it this way: if as a guard, if I'm allowed to knock the hell out of the defensive end and rise, Ooh. you are not doing your job. Like that defensive end should go over and hit that linebacker right in the mouth. Like, like that guard should be paying a price for having to be able to extend his arms and throw me on the ground by you right. ear holing him. Right? right. And he doesn't. He not only doesn't get ear holed. He rises and and captures the edge on this dude. Right. That's that's big time, man. man. Okay. And I had to leave this one in AG because. Okay. What? Hey, do you know what personnel this is? Because you yes. haven't seen it in a long time. This is in the middle of the field. This is just for fun. So we got two tight ends, pullback, and a running back. That's so twenty-two, look. baby. Oh, okay. Twenty-two. We're at twenty-two. Personnel. This is old Ice school. Two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty-two personnel. I just. I just wanted to appreciate somebody who's running 22 personnel still in the, in the National Football League and running it well. Mm, mm. Textbook. You know, what happens, I think, a lot with uh, – I think it happens a lot with, like – we always talk about pendulum swinging and, and, and schemes changing and yeah. athletes. And, you know, we, I, there used to be, like, really big defensive tackles and then guys got smaller and then guys got bigger again. And now, mm -hmm. like, you know, obviously Aaron Donald's kind of an anomaly, but – they're generally speaking, like there's a, always a trend to go kind of back the other way. The pendulum swings one way or the other. And yeah. one thing that has been kind of fun to see in the last maybe year and a half is the rise of the fullback, the rise of, you know, 12 personnel again, 13 mm -hmm. personnel. Even if these even if these tight ends aren't true tight ends in the way that we think about them, they're putting they're they're forcing guys into using uh 
235 pound linebackers to get blocked by 250, 260 pound tight ends or, or 250 pound fullbacks with mean intentions. Mm-hmm. And you just see like the evolution of the game, the way the Philadelphia Eagles run, the way the Baltimore Ravens run. Yeah. These teams that have, have realized that like they just, the defenses in the National Football League are not built to get run on by big bodies. Like Kevin Barry would play oh every snap. God. Every snap in a uh, as as like the U U seventy one tight end. He was a problem man. He'd be a, a it, what is it? Wouldn't even be fair. Was these, it, guys, uh, these guys are ten pounds lighter. I was it? What's the name of the Al Gore movie about the about the global warming? <laughs> a necessary truth. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Kevin. That's what Big Kevin would be in the run game right now. It'd be like a necessary truth. You're watching film. We're like, what were we gonna do with seventy one? <laughs> as a D, as an offensive coach and off, lineman, like or D lineman. Excuse me. Defensive coordinator, D line, and it's like, oh, I don't know. It's it's, it's a problem, a problem, man. I mean, imagine like Lorenzo, like I like you know Boogie. Yeah, was great, I remember Lorenzo. Neal. Lorenzo yeah. Neal was the guy, right? Yes. Can yes. You imagine and oh Lorenzo, the thing about like Lorenzo Neal for those who don't know was an All Pro Hall. He might be a Hall of Famer for uh, uh, LT for the fullback, but yeah, before yeah. that, he was also the Baltimore guy when 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 what's his yeah. name for two thousand with Jamal Lewis. And Lewis, he was yeah. with the Oilers with Eddie. I mean, he had everybody. Dude, he had Eddie George. Yeah. He had, yeah, he had, all the way down to LT. But yeah. when he blocked somebody, he looked like uh, he looked like a cartoon. He looked like a cartoon character, like running down. Basically, he'd just run and like throw his shoulder into somebody, and they'd go flying. He was a 500 pound bench press dude, probably yeah. 600 pound squat, mm-hmm. college wrestler, just yep. a complete badass. Had that leverage. I can't imagine what he would do against a 235 pound middle linebacker, which is like the standard size right now. Like, except for Tremaine Edwards, maybe a handful of other guys. Yeah. Dude, do we have – are there any monsters at middle linebacker right now? No, nah, there's no big guys. There's because, no Jeremiah Trotter. I know that. There's no, it's no Jeremiah Trotter. I uh, just talked about him earlier today. But – and it's not only that, no size and then no technique to take on a full box yeah. that way. They well, wouldn't – they would just lose it. They would yeah. lose their mind because, like, uh, first I don't want to hit them. And if I hit them, how do I get off his block? <laughs> or how do I brace myself to not get pan- – get hit five yards off the off my point of a uh, contact it's like oh. i put this question out yesterday like if if you knowing what kind of um athletic quarterbacks there are coming out of college yeah knowing the lack of kind of skill set football intelligence that there is in other positions a- across the field what kind of offense would you run if you were starting an nfl franchise right now oh my god what type of offense i'm gonna run the simplest thing that college football is running or run with college football teams, the, the successful ones, because the the players understand that the best. So if I try to give them what we knew or had to learn, mm-hmm. they would, they, they'd be out the league in two years. If yeah. we run a, a version of what they run at their college, mm-hmm. that will help them from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. So I, you're not like, I don't disagree with you. I think I would say it this way though. I, I would say, if if I have an athletic quarterback that can that can make a handful of throws, mm-hmm. right? I would obviously run some sort of RPO. Hundred percent. And I'm not saying I would completely run like Lamar Jackson's offense, but when I like because I'm from a triple option, when I see because they brought in Paul Johnson mm-hmm. to help them with the triple option, he was my old football coach, right? Genius. Right. But when I see that the the quandaries that they put defensive in defenses in pre snap. I'm like, dude, because all you have to do is teach just a minimum amount of technique now to your offensive line, right? And then, you know, initial footwork for running backs and everything. But, like, all you have to do is teach the minimum amount of – or I shouldn't say 
if you maximize their technique, you have to teach them the minimum amount of actual different steps. Yes. Like everything's really the same, mm -hmm. right? There's like, there's like four things you have to be able to do well. And if you just work on those four things all the time, you're going to get pretty good at them. And I think that's where we start getting in a little bit of trouble with like the rest of the stuff is like, you know, I, I want you to have four different ways to pass set. I want you to be able to do all this kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, if you have no. one good pass set, you don't need four. No. Walter Jones exactly. didn't have four pass sets. No. Orlando Pace didn't have four pass sets. Like all these guys now, like his coaches. I, anyways. It, I didn't block a whole lot. I, didn't, I just had to pick up a blitz occasionally. I only had one pass set. It was that's what I'm the, saying. You just, it's the like. Inside you, protected. The, only time run like, the, field. the times the times you really get beat, I'll tell you right now, like if you looked at all the times I got beat in my, in my career, I'd say, I'll bet you 95% of them. I was going off script. I was doing something I knew I should like looking back. I'm like, why the hell did I do that? Right. You know, like, why did I try to flat? Why did I run at that guy? Why did I try to flat side the guy? Why did I just do what I was supposed to do? Yeah. You know, why do you just trust yourself? Yes. But nowadays they're like, Oh no, you need four different kinds of sets and this and that. So anyways, my little rant for the day. Hey, <laughs> offense, uh, hey let's switch to offense. So offensively, uh, we talked about it. Montgomery and company. That's a that's a good room. Even with even with Herbert out, like that that is a that's been a strong room for them. Mm -hmm. They're um, they're nineteenth in the league. They average twenty one points a game. They they rush the ball. I mean, think about this. They rush the ball almost sixty percent of the time, oh. and they're they're three and nine, and they're willing to still do it, which is nuts. Right. Right. And they're averaging one hundred and ninety two yards a game. They're dead last in almost every. Oh, statistical category. category for passing right and they yeah. i think they're like the highest sack percent I mean, their offensive line is not good and they've and they've had injuries but these the running backs are special and justin fields man justin fields 834 yards rushing he's and he's missed time i mean right. he's special yeah when he's healthy i mean you saw i'll say watching the the, the trail of games those three games before he got hurt he was obviously getting physical because he was getting hit a lot and it, it caught up to him a little bit with the, with his arm. So mm -hmm. hopefully these next two weeks we'll see. You know, come Sunday if he'll play. But uh, with the with the run game, they are you know aggressive. They are consistent with it. And the way the way they brought it in, finally, you know, behind the losses, that's where we're just now like seeing everything become productive and becoming like, oh my god, this this is a team now. Like yeah. this, you know, this is twenty twenty three, uh, fresh out of the box. This is scary for everybody in NFC North. You know, you go there first. That's where a conversation was going. Listening to commentators commenting with Justin Fields doing the run and then completing passes along with that. So. Okay, so let's just ask the question. You see what they're doing mm -hmm. as far as as okay. I, let's not sit here and say that the the Chicago Bears are not trying to win games because I think they're trying to win games. Oh, yeah, but I think they're prioritizing doing things the way like there's there's two ways to win games there's the way to win games doing it the way that you believe is going to help you in the long term mm -hmm. and then there's doing things like going to like a you know eight-year-old's flag football game and running trick plays you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. or like it's like trying to manufacture stuff that long term is not going to help you i see the mm -hmm. bears right now at three and nine just watching the last couple uh games on on tape like they're trying they're they're trusting their guys to make mistakes is the best way to put it. They're mm, trusting, especially yeah. on defense, they're trusting their guys to make mistakes and they're trusting their offensive staff is learning on the job about um, what kind of offense is best for this guy. Yeah. How are we going to, because he's an, he's like an you know, elite level talent. And then they're also right now, they're figuring out like these are the positions that if we don't improve our team, 
in these specific positions, interior offensive line, maybe another wide receiver. Like if we don't get better at these positions, we're going to be in trouble. But they're identifying that by going out and protecting their most valuable asset, Justin Fields. Yeah. 60, 60% run game, play action pass, get him on the move. Let's show some stuff, AG, because I get well yes, before I, I guess my, my question is like, doesn't that sound like what the Packers should be doing now, four and eight? Hundred percent. You know? Yep. No, you're dead on. I mean, it's something like people that are I keep now, talking myself back into the Jordan Love conversation. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, not a hundred percent, but they are victims of their own thought. Because we, as we know, some coaches overthink things. They 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 complicate things and just keeping it simple to what they did when they went to that recipe of Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, established the run first, and I'm gonna bring that up later, uh, and then pass game after that. Then Aaron Aaron Rodgers could do Aaron Rodgers. He could throw people open. He could be the thrower, the quarterback, the leader he is. But if you didn't do that first, when you saw the games, they didn't establish that run game first. Then it was hard to get sledding upfield, trying to throw passes downfield. You know, I, I'm I'm probably the least Chris Collinsworth fan type on the planet. Sure. <laughs> but he did say something in the last game that was a hundred percent spot on. He said, you know, since Aaron Rodgers probably stepped on a football field, it's been the expectation that he's going to carry the load. He, everything's going to go through him. They're going to win mm-hmm. and lose whether he plays well or not. And he said, and this, he's paraphrasing, he said, this season, it doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like the case is they need to be going through Aaron Jones, not Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, I, I feel like that message has been you know, repeated and received all over except by one group and it's the group that calls the place unfortunately <laughs> exactly. so, so let's check out there let's check out what we can do against this uh this bears this bears oh, offense we, if i can get could, this right here we could do some things so we got so the bears offense from the run game and it's kind of there's kind of two things to talk about one i just want to talk about they've improved and this is not a good run but i want there's improvement across our offensive line in the run game and let's i've highlighted the interior four guys or the with the backside tackle Excuse me, interior through the backside tackle, but really take a look at the right guard, right tackle here, because I just love the way the right guard strikes on a second step. And this is a small thing, but it just shows you that these guys are pressing off and washing down, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. So they're they're keeping they're not crossing their feet over, right? They're running that kind of that zone where they want to wash everything down, but they're keeping square to the to the line of scrimmage. Like it's just little stuff, but it gives you an opportunity to be successful. And so when we saw them in the first week, it was not like that, the case at all. Mm-hmm. You look at this, you look at it from this standpoint, and we talk about the backfield, and this is where they make plays, man. And there's a lot of these that just dude in the backfield makes a catch, makes people miss. Makes people miss and brings a hammer at the end. <clears throat> I'm showing the same thing here. We come out of the backfield, check down, outruns the linebacker. This is against a good Jets defense now. Yeah, solid you know? defense. Yeah, yeah. solid. Robert Solid does a good job of coaching and usually tackling, but right now some of the plays got the team, you know, players out of out of position. So I, I put the so that's Quan Alexander. He's 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 a good player in the in the league, man. So 70 and Quan Alexander are gonna have a little meet up here. Dude, this is the this is what you call a draw. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a draw. Right? The, the, the tackle, it got some of that. He felt some of that. Yeah, that's bit. what I'm saying. Like right here, like this tackle is like, oh, I'm going to eat his lunch, right? Quan was like, no, nah, not having it. But I'll tell you, 
if anybody went dead leg, it was it was nine. Nine went nine went dead leg right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, been there, done that. Yeah, yes, so indeed. Peace. Yes, indeed. So cool, this bro. trap play I is something – yeah, we saw this a lot last week with Philly. So I just wanted to highlight it. This is something that they do, and they do pretty well. Um, you see the lane that opens up here for that those, those running backs. 70 rises on the linebacker. And they just do a good job. I think the thing that they did really well last time, AG, correct me if I'm wrong, is that they made the first guy miss. And this is really where we started mm-hmm. talking about our defensive secondary not improving from the year before as far as tackling. Yeah, yeah, because when that running back, you have a good running back like Montgomery and Herbert, they are not going to get tackled by the first guy. And that second guy is either going to get a shoulder or get juke like you saw in that last play. So they got to be wary. That means patient, come to balance, and shoot for the hips. So all of those plays were without Justin Fields. And so here's what Justin Fields can do that's pretty special. That's a problem now. Oh, yeah. Little keeper, easy, quarterback sweep. Gets outside outside, uh, of – of outside leverage just has incredible speed. You see this now quarterback keeper again, down on the goal line or down on the five, excuse me. You see, we talk about this all the time, AG. Now you're the, you're the running back and you've got to, let's say you got a lead fullback. You got your tight end, you got your tackle, yeah. you got your guard, you got a receiver on the backside running all of this stuff. Like explain to the audience, because when I see this, I look at, I look at it from the defensive side and I go, Oh man, I got to navigate all these bodies to be throwing themselves at me, and I got to block AG. Yeah. When you're looking at this right here, where do your eyes go? My eyes go to the backside or to the two tackles, one tackle, I think, and the other lineman running to get this top side. That's safety. I think he's on the goal line. So, because yep. I'm like, as soon as I plant my foot, I get around this first cutoff block here, then I'm planting, going straight upfield. You just want to go north and south. You're not worried about north. this, isn't a pylon race. You're just nope. thinking, you know what? These guys are going to run they're right by running. me. I'm good. They're, yeah. Their momentum, they're already they're trying to book it to the to the pylon. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to get past this first block here and then plant go straight up field. Nobody's there. Boom. Just, right there. Just That's like what I'm Justin Fields, huh? It's you, like guys are, you guys are naturals. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. When I saw I was like, oof, that's, that's a good play right there. We got some passing game stuff here. Uh, so once you run Back the ball effectively – they're 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 bringing Claypool down like they're going to run the the toss crack, mm-hmm. right? So they get everybody running, and this is just this is Getsy kind of evolving as a play caller too, right? Yep, flood concept right there. Yep. But but simple, just because they're they're collecting all these bodies on that toss crack play. There's yep. so, when you run the ball sixty percent of the time, man, it's like, look at these linebackers. Yep. The linebackers have their their shoulders and their hips pointed towards the far sideline now. And that's, that's eight guys. You, that's eight guys in the box too, and you got guys bailing out the yeah, backside. That's corner, all you can eat, right? He's yeah. He's trying to get back to coverage responsibility. They are too late, and the other linebacker he got sucked in. So that's where you then now got Justin Fields running the ball, and you got to respect it. And then now you can suck in defense defenders. You know, yes, with, that, with the uh, play action pass. I like. I love those passes when there's like nobody within five yards. Yeah. So they brought Claypool in. I just want you know he, he's a real threat. Made a great play this last weekend. Holds that red line as long as he can. You know, this isn't a great ball by any means, but he does a good job. We talk about holding that red line on every practice field in the National Football League, right where he's running, which is about, I think it's like six or eight yards off the sideline. There's a red line that goes down from the goal line to goal line. And all the receivers, running backs, tight ends are all used. When you run your fade, 
you have to save that space between the red line and the sideline. That's where the quarterback's throwing the ball. That's the that's your free space. That's your cushion. Mm-hmm. And so they're taught to hold that red line, and the and the DBs by on by contrast are taught to press you off that red line as much as possible, get you to the sideline to just erase that cushion. Yeah, and he does a good job here holding it, and then gives that gives him a lot of space to you know if he has an error, he, he could correct it in that red line space. I'll tell you what, I, I know he makes his player. I'm glad we didn't get him. I'm glad they, I'm glad he went there. I'm just saying, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. Because what if he took a rep away from Christian Watson? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, true. True. Yep. High round pick. Didn't need him. No so this is Justin Fields again. And you know, obviously they're just they're gonna they're gonna run the old, you know, switch concept here, but guy can this is something that this is a wide open throw. This is something that that he is more than capable of doing. But this is what I think, as a Packer fan or as as, as somebody who wants a game plan for the Bears, this is what you got to worry about that that yeah. you know this, these other quarterbacks just don't offer, right? right? He has the ability to make that guy miss one on one, get downfield, cover a lot of ground real real fast. Yeah. Just a really unique athlete, and then he can do in the same drive. You know, you got to. We'll go back here. Sorry. Okay. Oh, not that far, Mike. You... I wish this thing, somebody asked me about this and said, does this have a playback? So you see over here, it looks like they're running a quarters concept on the yep. top. Yep, yep, they are. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so you got you got your quarters concept. So as soon as the inside of the trips receivers takes away the inside, uh, the, the inside quarter, you're basically playing two-on-one versus that cornerback on the outside. This is a, a this pass. this is a throw you can make, but this is a tough throw because you got to throw it over the linebacker. Yeah, tight window. And Justin Fields, <clears> hell, <throat> I mean, this is a hell of a catch by Cole Komet, but that's a yeah. that's a one heck of a good throw. That's a nice throw. Quarter, you got guy, quarters window. Yep. By by a guy who you can just say is listen, he's just continuing to play better and better. The expectation is he's he's going to play. I'm sure the Packers are planning for him to play. I think Matt Floor came out and said that yesterday. But um, it'll be a good matchup, man. Like it's three and nine versus four and eight. I don't know if anybody's going to care enough to watch that. You know, outside right, of those yeah. outside of those markets. But DeMar, DeMar I, I, think, I, I think it, I think it could be a good game. And and uh, you know, certainly Aaron Rodgers came out and said something to the effect of, you know the. I'd like to be in the conversation here by winning out the rest of these games, so we don't have to talk about whether or not I'm going to sit, start, and do the other thing. But okay, well, we're not. We're, we're it is week to week, so it is. The obliques ain't nothing to mess with or ribs or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, man. So, Ag, you go first, man. What are your keys moving forward here? I say keys to the game. I said it before, and I keep saying it again. Okay, well, I'll say off defensively. I'll start with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Packers D. If Fields play. Make him throw. We just said it. Make him throw the ball because that's where right now is his weakness. He still has some ways to go to read coverages and to understand what they're trying to do to him as a quarterback. And so let make him do that. Don't you don't want him to run the ball, you know, because that's the issue. He's faster than a lot of DBs, all the linebackers that are going to be chasing him and then tackle, 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 make tackles in the backfield because they're going to run the ball. Even if Phil's plays, if Trevor Simeon starts, whoever, from a quarterback standpoint, okay, but you still got to deal with Montgomery and Herbert. They are nice running backs. They know how to put the, you know, they know how to break the first tackle. They know how to get ball up, get the ball up Phil. And then offensively, if Aaron plays on our end, then things, okay, are pretty much normal, but you got to establish, you got to get these run game guys going. You got to get AJ, you got to get Aaron Jones doing their thing. 
and then also having Aaron Jones during that other dynamic, as we saw last week and other weeks where he can't catch the ball, you know, running wide receiver routes, you know, use that to his advantage and then have them both on the field. Have I think they've done it. Have AJ in the backfield, have Aaron split out doing something, either screen or just running a route. And if he gets open, hit him with the ball, but also score points and uh, don't get forced into uh, um, errors. Just keep doing that stuff. Keep that, keep it basic, simple, simple. Yeah. I'm with you, especially on defense, man. Like I, so I, I'm assuming Justin Fields plays, and I think the, the think the way that he hurts you is all the RPO stuff, mm-hmm. all the the drop back draws, all the quarterback sweeps, and so it's it's a question of can you squeeze him in the pocket? Can you can you make him go where you want to go? Do you have a pass rush plan for him? In the in the times in the times that he does drop back or he does get back there, do you have a plan to keep him to to funnel him to where you want him to go? And then mm-hmm. are you able to punish him for running? I think that's yeah. that's super important. Can we finally stop the run? I mean, 363 yards. Even if they, even if they run for zero yards this week, we still gave up 363 yards in two weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you say it like that, it's like wow, that's right. Oh. But they average almost 200 yards a carry, so we could be going for a plus yeah. 500 yards in two games. You think about that. I mean, that's what the Packers are dealing with after that last week's debacle against Philly. Right. Offensively, Man. we talked about it. They play. They play their young guys. They're going to let them make mistakes. They play a lot of match. They play a lot of man. Can we build on the Cowboys game? Can we build on in parts the Philadelphia yes, Eagles? Game? I agree. And can I we agree. get away from whatever happened against the Tennessee Titans? Can we get back to running a balanced offense? I, you know, I. Every time we go out and Aaron Jones touches the ball a lot in the first quarter, the first quarter seems to go well. Yep. And, and then. The second. And then something happens, right? And so you right. just go. Can we just maintain throughout the entire game? Can we make it about the players putting the players in the best positions to win, regardless of you know what you like to do or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know I, I wrote this down. I think the idea that you know the the Packers have always been draft and develop. That's their philosophy. That's Goose's mm-hmm. philosophy. That's yeah. Thompson's philosophy. You look at the players on this team that are kind of the standout guys, especially right now offensively everybody's from here. All the standout guys are from here, you know, except for maybe if you want to say Mercedes Lewis, maybe, but everybody else is, is kind of a homegrown product. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it's time to uh, it's, it's kind of time to start showing the fruits of the labor a little bit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I think that's, there's, there's an opportunity here. So uh, shoot, man, I don't know. It's, it's a four and a half point game. Are you going to give the, are you taking the Packers here? Um, I was to say, from what I've seen on tape in terms of tackling on both sides, worse on their side, tackling wise. Um, and there's some time. There's is some open, you know, I say areas for offense for the Packers offense because what Christian Watson's been doing, he's healthy, he's getting open, he's building that confidence. So if Aaron plays and or Jordan Love, we know that's gonna be a nice combination to have. And so I'm I say with that, I'll take that uh, four and a half to the Packers, that yeah. line right there. So yeah, I think <clears throat> There's no, there's no reason they shouldn't win this game. There's just no reason they shouldn't win it. No. And then it's um, a rivalry game on top of that. It's easy to get hyped for this. This was a game I yeah, like to play. I, I yeah, like to play. you and I feel differently about that. I, I never got, I always got hyped to play against certain players, not against certain teams. But I do, I do get it, and I do remember a couple times playing against like the Lions on Thanksgiving, where I was like, man, you guys are playing a lot harder than you used to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I know those are those, are those days. Yeah. But, no, uh, I I like playing against uh, Mr. Briggs and Mr. Erlacher in this game. Mm-hmm. That was I, that's who I knew, top of my top of the bill. 
Yeah, 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 both incredible players, incredible yep. players. All right, let's hit a couple of these before we get out of here, man. So we got we got Bills at, at Patriots, Bills by three and a half. Your call? Um, Bills. They are playing. They are playing a little bit smarter football. I think Josh uh, Allen. Well, Josh yes. has seven seven turnovers in the last five right. games and fourteen sacks. And I think he's got to get his stuff together. He got to get his stuff together. I think this is. I mean, he's starting to do it now because he's he's realizing to that. If you watch the way he played last week, he kind of had some moments where he was like, okay, you know, where I got I got to tighten this up because if yeah, I, you know, the, the Bills left tackle Dawkins, I think he's out. Deion Dawkins, oh. I think. I mean, oh, okay. Well, that's a problem too. Yeah, so. that's that's that. But he's got weapons. He does. I I, so. I just don't. I you know it's funny. It's uh he, this is used to be such a big game, and then because last year the Bills just beat the brakes off him that one time. It's almost like psychologically, I don't know if they. I just don't know if the Patriots are ready to to, con- you know, conquer that mountain right now. Mm. I don't know. I mean, they'll show effort. I know that much. Bill Belichick will have them ready to play. Here's the game I'm really excited about, honestly. I think the Jets-Vikings game could be a really good game. It's, Vi- it's Vikings by three. Yep. It's Vikings <clears throat> by three. Mike White's coming off that performance. And we saw that we kind of saw the defense he was playing against yes. right here. So there's a little yeah. bit of that. And we they still missing. The, the fact is you're still missing Brees Hall. You're still missing Vera Tucker. But that defense travels. They play really hard. They're a yep. great defense. And if Kirk Cousins gets lit up early. Yep. He's a problem. By Quentin Williams and company, it's like, well, that's a different that's a different ball game to me. It's basically whack them all. You whack Kurt, you're gonna get some prizes. Yep. <laughs> get some no. interceptions. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Vikings on this game, but I, I'm rooting for the Jets. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings too. Um just I just know hopefully defense for Vikings show up like defense has yeah. in a good game. In their good games. Hey, I'm gonna make you say. I'm gonna make you say this. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos are the Ravens. <laughs> no, They're definitely the Ravens. I'm That's sorry. Right. Yeah, All right. yeah, for sure. All right, uh, here's a good game for the week. Uh, Titans Eagles at home for the Eagles by five. I think that's gonna be a good game. This is gonna be a nice, hard hitting game because we got that Smash Mouth uh, Vrabel coach defense and team. And you got Derrick Henry. He's a stud, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, but I, I still will take Philly. It's going to be a good game. One I think watch. Philly's like Thanos right now. Like, I think Philly's inevitable right now. As far as just being able to win these, like, regular season games, mm-hmm. I just think they're inevitable right now, man. I just – I don't see how they lose unless – I mean, Jalen Hurts they, would have to – They shoot Jaylen, themselves in the foot. Jalen Hurts would have to play really, really bad. For the and it, well, he didn't even play that bad that last game, but they had some you know, weird turnovers, but like uncharacteristically yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yes. they just yeah, but but they, they he would have to play really bad for them to lose because he's such a big part of their offense. But all the other stuff they do, it's it's it, it's like we were talking about earlier, like the Philadelphia Eagles, like that offensive line, like what they're like that. Yes, they're very good, but you start watching them and you're like, man, I bet you there's a lot of offensive linemen in the league that would love to run this offense. Mm-hmm. You know. Simplify it. and then defensive line. You got Cox in there doing his job. Uh, Grant, Brandon Graham, DG Sue. Yep, and Sue's there. <laughs> they picked Sue. him up. They picked him up off the waiver. I got one for you. <laughs> uh, we got the uh, where is it? Oh, okay. So Pickham game, which means even line Lions, Lions at home versus the Jaguars. Jaguars. Woo! Coin of the cost of the coin. Same record overall. Oh my goodness. 
I don't I, see. I haven't really watched the full Jaguars game. I'm, this might be Jaguars. The game they're, they're good. They, they played. They played good last week. I think. So. I, was saying, I know. I know. Dougie. Dougie. Dougie Fresh got him playing really good uh, fundamental football there. Um, and I, I think I'm. A, I'll take Jags on that. Playing tough on the road. Um, it's going to be coach. Actually, coach player coach versus coach player. Dan Campbell versus uh, Doug. You know, our, our old Doug. I think Campbell played. Correct. He played. Or it's a whole bunch of players. No, no, coaches. he played. He played. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think Detroit's still probably the game, ago. Probably the game of the week, Niners-Dolphins. Niners by four. I, I'm just going to tell you right now, this is – this the Niners' defense, I think the last four games they pitched a shutout in the second half. Yeah, yeah, the defensive line's playing out of their mind. Physical. I love it. What I, what I can't – I can't kind of get right in my head is Tua – when I watch – I've watched a ton of Miami Dolphins games. Mm-hmm. And Tua is accurate, and he, he anticipates very well. But there are so many underthrown balls where guys are just so wide open because of the speed of Waddle and Hill <laughs> that I just go, you know, it's just almost like, well, I don't know if the pass rush ma- – I just don't know if the pass rush even matters because he's literally like – he kind of knows where to throw it. And, like, do you remember the Super Bowl pass from Patrick Mahomes where he, like, you know, through yeah. sideways at 40 yards the other direction. Tyreek Hill is still wide open by 10 yards. You're going, yeah. how the hell did that happen? It's like, well, because everyone's afraid of him. And so yeah. I don't even know if pass first matters in these games. Yeah. Well, it's going to get there. We'll find out because 49ers yeah, defense, yeah, we'll find out. 49 defense is, is tough and they hard hitting. I like their physicality, what they bring. And I, I like 49ers in that game. You're like, not, you're not, yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Dolphins, right? Okay. The Dolphins, we'll see. the Dolphins defense is, is hot and cold, but I think they're gonna be hot this week. Okay. All right, I got two more for you. Uh we've got Chiefs and Bengals. That'll be a great game. So Bengals yep. are at home. Chiefs are favored by a point and a half. Mm. Uh I gotta go Chiefs. I like I do like the scrappiness of what the Bengals are doing offensively. Bill Burrow, he's just that guy, he's unwavered. He gets he has you know bad offensive line play, but he still gets things out there. He still get the ball to receiver, uh, receivers, P Ryan, you know, takes over for Mixon, still getting the ball downfield. So they have the tools to win this game. It just, you know, I just, I just like the way Chiefs playing. They're playing a little bit better football right now. I think the last couple of weeks, Bengals have been good. Um, I, I'm, I, here's why I'm going to take the Bengals. One, Joe Burrow proved to me last, last year with that offensive line he was playing behind and the scheme they were playing in. I respect that. How, yep. how, how good he did that. He's just, Ultra elite. I think Patrick Mahomes is better than everybody else right now, except for maybe Joe Burrow. Uh, but I think Eric Reed, the safety, said something to him. Said something about how he's going to shut down T. Higgins or Jamar. Some one of the guys. And Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase was just like, "I'll be there on Sunday. He's back. He's you know, he's healthy." So I'm, I, as soon as I, I started hearing that, I was like, you know what? When Jamar Chase says anything at this stage, I know he's only in his second year. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna go with that guy. Like, I'll, <laughs> like if I got to ride with anybody, like that, right. uh, that dude seems like a pretty good partner. You know what I mean? Uh, so, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Bengals at home. Okay, I'll be All a right? nice game to watch. I can't wait. And uh, okay, let's go. Last one here because we don't care about the Bucks Saints, the Colts <laughs> Cowboys. No, we don't care oh. about that. Let's not care about that one. Let's mm-hmm. not even care. Okay, how about this one, Chargers? There's Raiders at home by one. Justin <laughs> Herbert has to win a game, right? And this is actually turning into like Justin Herbert is the the shooting star, and but they're not winning enough games right now, so they got to yeah. figure out how to win a couple of these. Yeah, because um, I like 
from the day he's got in the way he got in doctrine into playing, you know, he yeah. just got thrown to the lions and he beat them. You know, he beat the line. It wasn't the lions per se, but it was like, you know, thrown into the briar patch and he did, he came out swimming. Basically he came out with a, with a knife in his mouth. It's like, I want more. Um, what I like, I say you just for my fantasy pictures. There, yeah, I know. I know. You what like you that? Mean? I say just for fantasy sake though, I got Josh Jacobs and he's been balling out. And, uh, Mr. Derek Carr, he had a little, I don't know what got him all choked up in his uh, pregame last week. I just know maybe it has, I know That's it has like some time this year. Right. It has something to do with the, the game, of course. I know that much, but it's just interesting. So um, this is a toss of a coin game because the Chargers defense, they have the team, they have the players. Raiders, they're just trying to figure out, but they're winning something. So I'm kind of like up in the air on this, to be honest. I'll just say for that, I'll take my Josh Jacob Raiders. Go there. That's Leading the league in rushing, yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'll take the Raiders, too, just because my mom likes them. That's, that's enough for me. <laughs> that's AG, tell everybody, tell everybody where you can they can find you on social media, bud. Oh, man, find me at Green 30 on Instagram and Twitter and also the Gamers Lounge on YouTube, Green's Gamers Lounge on there. Excellent. Uh, Michael68 on Twitter, Process to Perform Instagram. Check this out, uh, YouTube backslash Process to Perform. Guys, we hope you uh, enjoyed, learned something, and uh, four and a half points, man. Let's go. Let's get it. See you later. All right. Go back up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Determination comes in many forms, but always starts with a Dunkin' Run. So take your medium or larger coffee in one hand and grab a dollar donut in the other. No matter how you run, Dunkin' Run. A one dollar donut with any medium or larger coffee. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms supply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.